Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. As more tenant-friendly legislations are passed, from reduced security deposits to no evictions in the winter months, and everything in between, in the future, the landlord's income will be ultimately affected, and even being driven out of their rental business. Property managers and landlords need to make sure their voices are heard to help reduce the tide of these increasing laws that will ultimately make owning a rental property more difficult and costly. Let your landlords know about Shorevestor's Landlord Protection Insurance to help Help them protect their rental income. Call us at 800-975-0562 or visit Shorevestor.com to learn more about Shorevestor and how it can help you protect your landlord's income and grow your business. If you are looking to enhance your tenant's movement experience, cut down on phone calls or emails to you or your staff regarding utilities, then you must connect yourself, your team, and your tenants with Citizen Home Solutions. Citizen Home Solutions takes the hassle of utilities off your hands and your tenants. Best of all, we do it for free. Build us into your tenant benefit package. Oh, and start benefiting from our revenue share program. Yes, we pay you a quarterly commission on specific services your tenant opts into. Want to know more? Give us a call today at 877-528-3824 or visit pmcpartner.com. Welcome everybody to another edition of the Property Management Mastermind Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Larson, and today's guest, I am super excited, very excited to bring on Ms. Sue Hawks. And Sue is gonna be speaking at the Property Management Mastermind Conference this year. And she is going to be a main stage speaker discussing the benefits, features, cool stuff behind EOS implementation. And Sue, I am super excited to have you on the show. And I want to do something I've never done before. I've never read someone's bio that puts people right to sleep. Like if you were to read my bio, I would just go right to sleep in the audience. But I'm going to read yours because I found it on the website here. And I think it summarizes a lot of what we're going to talk about and who you are. So, quote. Sue Hawks helps CEOs and their leadership teams succeed as a best-selling author, award-winning leader, certified EOS implementer, certified business coach, WPO chapter chair, and globally recognized award-winning seminar leader. Sue brings over 30 years of business experience to her clients, end quote. That says it all, and I love it. Sue, how are you today? I am well, thank you. Thanks for reading all that hype. Well, it was great stuff. I didn't have to think about it. I just got to read it, but it does bring into exactly why we're having a conversation today is as a marquee main stage speaker at the Property Manager Mastermind Conference here in May of 2021, we're going to be talking about EOS implementation and the EOS model. And so we may have to step back in a little bit just to kind of talk about what it is, mm-hmm. because you may have to assume at least one listener out there out of the billions of listeners, right? They're going to be at least one that doesn't know what EOS is. Now, background gang, RentWorks implemented EOS two and a half years ago. I'm a huge, giant fan of it. And I think everybody needs to know about it. But Sue, tell us kind of in a nutshell what EOS is. 
EOS is an acronym for the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And the shorthand answer that Gina Wickman likes to give is it's Prozac for visionaries. Um, the longer answer that more of us you know, ascribe to is it's an operating system to help you do the work you do best and help you organize your business around three main distinct things, vision, traction, and healthy. Vision from the standpoint of getting you and your leadership team aligned with where you're going and how you're going to get there. Traction from the standpoint of the discipline, focus, and accountability to deliver on that vision throughout your organization. So if you have two employees, it's two of two. If you have 200, it's 200 of 200. And healthy because most leaders are wonderful, overcommitted, growth-oriented, nimble, open-minded, opportunistic people but they aren't always great teammates. So we get you functioning as a healthy, cohesive, functional leadership team, moving from a team of leaders to a functional, healthy leadership team. Because where you go, the rest of your company goes. So when you are operating clearly from a vision aligned and executing all the way throughout your organization, suddenly becomes a freeing unit and your business serves your life rather than you being a slave to your business. Wow. You could drop just a mic on that whole paragraph you just mentioned. That was fantastic because it does paraphrase everything, what EOS is and why we want to talk about it. Now, going back just a step, I want you to tell people a little bit more about you because I did paraphrase all the cool stuff that you have on the marketing side, but who is Sue? Tell me about Sue as an EOS implementer and a person. Give us a few minutes. Go ahead. So as a person, you know, the most important thing in my life is my family. I have a blended family. We like to say a family of choice because I've never loved the language step family. My husband and I have been married five years together, 10 years. We have adult children who are in their 20s and our last one's graduating from college this year. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. He's self-employed as well um, and is a physician running his own practice. So we're independent crazy, loving our work people. I've been doing EOS for nine and a half years, have implemented EOS in over 100 companies. Um, I'm at a designation where I'm called a community leader for EOS, meaning I teach other implementers how to do the work well in boot camp as they're entering into the system to be better at it. So get this, gang. I found this out pre-show. Sue was once in property management. And so I'm going to let her tell the story, but uh, I think it's fantastic. So she's going to be able to relate to us quite well at the conference because she knows exactly what the property management service is in residential and commercial. And so Sue, tell us about that experience you had many moons ago. Like oh. it was before it was before like running water and all kinds of stuff. According exactly. to you, I'm paraphrasing <laughs> what you told me. <laughs> the dawn of the dinosaurs happened. This is a while ago because this is fresh out of college, which is quite a while ago. Um, but I was saying to Brad, I emerged from college. I worked for a large corporation here in Minnesota, Target. Perhaps you've heard of them. Um, hated it. Hated everything about corporate America and went to work with a, for a small family-owned property management and development company in Minneapolis area. And so I was a marketing director. I have a degree in graphic design and a degree in studio arts. So my background has not prepared me for business, but my fascination has. And while I was there, um, it was just the turning point between 
you know, creating paper newsletters for real to deliver to our apartment buildings, condominiums, office complexes, medical centers, those kinds of things. We had a few residential properties and model homes, but primarily they were more commercial than um, residential. And it was the advent of desktop publishing and being able to go digital. We did not have the internet yet, but we were able to generate it digitally. So as that happened, I became more fascinated with systemizing it, which it also lends itself to EOS. And once I got consistencies, I had time and I had capacity. And I went to the property managers and said, hey, you know, how could I help? And they weren't you know, thrilled with the marketing person stepping into the property management world. Um, but what I saw was an opportunity to um, implement recycling, which at this time, again, remember, it's back to the dinosaurs. Uh, you had to pay for recycling bins. And the thought of doing that for commercial properties was costly. And what I did was investigate it, figure it out, help them implement it, and it cost us money initially, but it ended up saving the property management firm three quarters of a million dollars in the first year of implementation for the cost of the bins from what came out of their garbage and into the recycling. So that's my only claim to fame there. <laughs> that's, that's an amazing story. And then you also got to witness in that, in that same breath as the the dichotomy, the, the, the fist bumping rubbing that always goes on between sales and property management operations. I mean, it's, just, it's in every industry and we talk about it quite a bit because in sales, you have your own little realm. You're trying to put as many things in the sales pipeline as you can. And the operational side says, wait a minute, we got to do the real work behind it. It's not just as easy as shoving it in there and it works. So that's, that goes back to kind of the reason of an EOS implementation does help. So let me give you the story of RentWorks, gang. So uh, a lot of you listeners know that uh, we implemented EOS two and a half years ago. Uh, we, we suffered a little bit of a setback on the financial side, the accounting side uh, that I'm not going to get into, but you know, you may have heard about it before. I can't really go through the full details of it, but let's just say it was a smack in the face that, hey, we need to do something different. This was you know, right at almost three years ago. And so what we did is we got into, uh, we hired a CPA, we hired an EOS implementer, we implemented some CFO duties. And two and a half years later, after EOS implementation, We've gone through a couple cycles of annual planning, all the quarterly meetings. And I will tell you that it's been one of the absolute best things that RentWorks ever did. The business runs better than ever. Uh, we make decisions as a team. Everybody has buy-in. Uh, it's, it's something to where the, me, the business owner, doesn't have to be there every day because the leaders that we have are phenomenal and they do all of the daily grind work and decisions that have to be made on that level. And a lot of that's because of EOS. Now we use Phil Mazer to implement. He's also my CFO. And so, you know, sorry, Sue, we couldn't use you, but we didn't <laughs> know you at that point. So bear with us. But Phil was also a CFO in the property management industry for six plus years. He worked at GK Houses before they renamed. So he was intimately knowledgeable about property management functions. And we we're able to allow him to kind of set us up on a good path. I mean, I can't say kind of, but he really set us up on a good path. That in addition to the quarterly oversight bar CPAs, which is a process of EOS implementation. So I know I said a lot, that's a mouthful. But what we want to talk about going forward from here is I came to you, Sue, and I said, I, I want you to come speak at the Property Manager Mastermind Conference. I want you to be on main stage. I'm going to give you up to 90 minutes to talk about EOS. And we're going to get down into the weeds with you know some of the things that you are going to talk about. 
I mean, it's not as easy as just like, hey, guys, do this, and it's going to magically happen. There's some work involved, and a big portion of that work is just deciding to go. What do you think about that? Totally agree with you, Brad. And one of the reasons you had extreme success, I tell people this up front, discipline is the magic ingredient, which I can't give you. And you being ex-military and the guy you are, you do what you say. You are disciplined, focused, you're accountable. And that's the system can help you do that, but the system can't do what you won't. And so I would credit you and, and put this right back to you and say, what made it work so well? Because it's hard to get started. The heavy lifting is the first six months. So one thing that I always brought back is, is one of the mentors of the industry, his name is Bob Walter. He's in Australia and he'd been teaching property management uh, features and conferences for 30 plus years. To steal his phrase, he would always say, what you want to do in your property management company is wrap your staff members in a warm blanket of continuity. Meaning that if you give them the systems, the tools, the procedures, that allow them to do the repetitive things over and over, that's what attracts the property manager mentality. They wanna go to work expecting and knowing what they're going to be doing that day. They don't want you know, a bunch of fires to put out and craziness to go on. Uh, of course, they're naturally going to deal with that in our industry, but uh, if you can give them the systems and tools and procedures to process an application a certain way, to write a lease agreement the same way, to move somebody in the same way, to move somebody out the same way, those things is what is defined as what Bob would call the blanket of continuity. And I think EUS helps that. And what I mean is you, as a team, decide on how one way you want to do things in that process. And so a lot of folks need to understand kind of what it is. So Sue, I mean, you, you go through the high level stuff, here's what it is, but talk through kind of you know the series of meetings and the annual projections and all the good stuff that you do on a, on a consistent basis over the year to really understand what it is in practice? So for most companies, it takes about two years to fully implement EOS. It's a set of 20 tools, foundational tools, that you take one chunk at a time. The first three meetings you have are three months in a row. So ideally 30 to 45 days apart. And then you meet with your implementer, someone like me. And sadly, I didn't meet you soon enough, Brad, but clearly you've done great work. And I'm always thrilled to hear that. You know, then you meet with your implementer once every 90 days. And the object of the game, the idea is that within two years, you do what we put up air quotes and say, you graduate your client, meaning you shouldn't need us at that point. Now, if we're providing great value in facilitating the meetings and really mining the gold from the room because you and your leadership team are the experts, we want you to be that. You should be. We're not gurus. We're not strategists. We are people who help people get at the answers they already have that they don't always get to. And they rely on one leader, the person in charge, the founder, the most vocal, persuasive person in the room or people in the room, as opposed to mining the goodness from the entire leadership team so that there's ownership and you have your best answers, 95, 99% of them. So this 90-day world you get in becomes a series of once every quarter, you meet, you go off-site, you spend an eight-hour day off-site working on your business, not in it. You review the tools and there again, it's a set of 20. They're never getting fancier than that. It takes that long to get them all in. And you can revisit, polish, buff, 
work out the nooks and crannies, change things for the rest of your lives because it's business basics, but it's dialed in for companies with 10 to 250 employees who are privately held and hustling every day. And then for the next 89 days, you're back in your business doing the things you love and are great at or like and are good at and are really truly at operating at your highest and best use for each individual on the leadership team, which makes you a stronger company over, over time. But you get everyone in the company in that 90-day world sharing where we're going, how we're going to get there, who we are, why we do what we do, what the roadmap is to get there, and exactly how that's going to happen. And that is really, it's simple, it's not easy. So one of the things I was going to talk about on this episode was the tendency for the entrepreneurial system, uh, for the entrepreneur themselves to say, I can just self-implement. So I know everything I know. I can read everything about it. I can read the book Traction. I can, I can steal some of the stuff inside of Traction, the book, and I'll just implement it myself. Okay. I was the jerk. I was the a-hole that thought that, right? So I actually drew out a plan. I think it was four or five pages long of me self-implementing what the EOS model looked like in Traction, with the meeting pulse and the gauges and the, the stuff you're going to talk about in the meetings. And to be very frank, it just failed miserably. I mean, I could put a couple things in. You can, you can drop a few things to kind of cut corners and sort of make it air quote work, but it really is not the same because of what you said, you mine the information out of the business owner and the team themselves. So a third party outside person can come in and really allow the business owner to not dominate and bully the meeting. I mean, they can, they can shut the business owner down for a minute or the entrepreneur or the strongest willed, loudest person in the room and say, so, all right, we've heard from you, Brad, shut that heck up. We're going to listen to the other people around the room for a change and see what they think they want to do. And you know, Phil didn't have to do this. I was very, you know, I, I, I self-control. I just shut it up and let people talk and amazed. I was amazed at the magic that would come out of my team members and was super excited to see them blossom because that's what the third party person does when they come in and implement this into your business. They help pull out the magic of your team that you, the business owner they see every day, the broker they see every day, just cannot do that. And so give me some thoughts on that per se. I love self-implementers. You've just given the exact reason why. You are all bought and sold and you get it you're smart. You're smart enough to get in your own way. And so when you're fully bought in, but you hit that frustration point, that's where we can do the most good. So I always love self-implementing people like you, Brad, because you're the easiest customers, because you're going, look, I'm smart, but I can't get this done. Why? And then as soon as we interact with you, you go, oh, it was never going to work that way. I get it. And the best comment I've ever heard from one of my self-implementing clients who became a long-term client. They've been with me for eight of the nine years I've been doing this was, I want that year back when I was dabbling. And I've never heard anyone say, I'm so glad I waited. So to your point, we are fish in water. And that's the metaphor I use is you can't see where you're in your own way and you're smart enough to get in your own way. It's the same reason you hire an accountant to look at your books, because they're going to look at it and find the flaws you can't see. You're too reactive to the problems, the benefits, the doubts, the pluses, the red numbers, whatever it is. But an accountant's going to look at it and say, what's the language of accounting telling me? What story is this telling me? As opposed to, oh, 
I'm reactive because the number isn't what I wanted it to be. So for you, I would say, how long did it take once you had an implementer in the room that you went, ah, this was what I needed? It didn't take me very long. Me, the business owner, as far as rent works, um, it didn't take me very long because you could see that that Phil, who was our implementer, and I, I think anybody that is EOS implementation, if you have a certification, I think they're all going to be solid. Uh, and sometimes True. you might make the argument that getting somebody outside the industry might be better. Sometimes you could make that argument 50-50. But what happened is when we started doing the vision traction stuff, we were able to pull that out. Uh, we were able to wordsmith things that it wasn't just you know me trying to create from paper. Uh, we created goals. We, we pulled out numbers. We went through statistics. I mean, it was just a fantastic drill. And the I thought the annual planning, of course, to plan for the next upcoming year uh, is just phenomenal to go through those drills to plan out what you want to do for that year. And of course, you know, you can get into the five-year goals and the 10-year goals, and it really does force you to expand your thinking versus just, oh man, I just want to get through this year and pay my taxes and, you know, not go to jail for IRS. But none of us are really like that. It's more along the lines of, okay, where do we want to be in three years, five years, 10 years? Because it may be an exit plan. Uh, mm -hmm. There may be somebody coming in that has to take over the business. There may be uh, things that you have to do differently. They're, they're, you know, the market may shift. You may want to do different things. Those things come out of those meetings. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it's just a, a really cool drill. And you got to have a third party to do it. There's, you, you'll never be able to convince me that you can self-implement that, that part of it. I want to highlight something you said, which is, you know, typically you see us three to, or sorry, five or six meetings in a year, typically five. So we have one, we see you once a quarter and then on a two day annual offsite. So it's five times. So I would never, ever, ever tell you that you have to have industry experience. Some people prefer that and that is absolutely valid. But I will tell you, I've implemented EOS in anything from chicken farming to race cars, to private jets, to service businesses, um, in recruiting, in manufacturing, you know, it's industry agnostic, but that 90 day world and marrying those long term goals that you just talked about, Brad, with thinking about where we want to be in three to five years. And then again, bringing it back and linking it to these 90 day priorities, what we call rocks. Stephen Covey popularized that term. But Vern Harnish really originated it. It's, you know, these 90 day priorities that when we get 80% or better of those complete every single quarter over and over again, the likelihood of the one year turning out pretty strong, you know, 80% or better. And then you say, and that one year turning out is going to lend toward the three year turning out. And when the three year turns out, that 10 year turns out. So when you start to see that, there's a way to intervene in the firefighting of daily over-prioritizing and making everything urgent. EOS is that Prozac for visionaries where it's like everything is not urgent. Everything cannot be done. We've prioritized. We've made, we've made the determinations we have for the next 90 days. We'll consider that in 90 days because it's going to be here tomorrow, it's going to feel like. 86% of millennials and over 60% of baby boomers in a recent study said smart home is an amenity they're willing to pay more for. The ease of use and energy savings that comes with a smart home pay for themselves, while also increasing property managers' revenue. 
Point Central provides services like unattended showings, secure access, and HVAC control, while also providing value to your residents through smart automation. Request a free demo today. Call us at 888-532-3032 or visit pointcentral.com. So let's talk about Sue for a little bit, right? We can beat EOS you know, up all day long, but tell me about you know, what you're doing with your podcasting and you're also doing some content creation on YouTube and some other, you've written a book. So tell me more about that type of stuff. Oh my goodness. So we have a book, we have a daily journal, um, because I think it's one of the practices that lends to great leadership is to really have a set of practices that keep you as a person rejuvenated. And oftentimes we don't see our own thinking. And a lot of people write off journaling or meditation as new age, new, new, nana kind of things. And I will tell you singularly, those are two of the best things that I've ever implemented in my own life as a leader. And so we created a journal and I did so when I was teaching and certifying coaches for 20 years of my life, because most people have a resistance to writing things down for whatever reasons. And we put the top six reasons in the beginning of the book. So what I did was come up with a question a day and give people a theme for the week. And that theme might be something like purpose. It might be independence. It might be freedom. So that you really do a deep dive wherever you need to go with it. And if you don't like the question that day or the topic, go where you need to go. But it gets people to start to see their own thinking, their patterns and trends. Um, so we have a book, we have a journal, we have a podcast, um, and you and I talked about on a different podcast, my podcast, you know, that people, some people want to read it, some people want to listen to it, some people want to see it. So we try and dice up our content in all three mediums and repurpose it so people can get it the way they learn best. We have um, a platform which answers um, a different question, but it's, it's called Learn Worlds, and it's where we help people, especially small business people, which I saw a need like you. I've, I've been able to create the next part of my business, which is I've spent the majority of my life in the coaching, leadership development, people development side of the world. How do you maximize performance has been a really big question for my life. And our podcast is intentional greatness. And that's intentional greatness in your business as a leader and in your life, meaning the holistic approach. And when I came to Learn Worlds, I started to say, we could take all this content we've done live, which a pandemic was a great, grateful partner in intervening in, and put it online in various forms so that smaller businesses who can't afford to have someone like me come in for their staff of 10 would have access to how do I develop my leaders and managers beneath me, that next level of middle management, because often they're neglected, not because we don't care, we care immensely, but for small businesses, there's not enough of us to get to the training where you produce a leader who produces a leader who produces leaders. So the succession is built in. Great stuff. Fantastic to talk with you uh, on this stuff, because, you know, it's, it's so near and dear to our hearts as entrepreneurs in the property management space. That's that's essentially what we are. I mean, even the folks that may not be the business owners that listen to this podcast and want to learn about how to do, you know, better in their business, they're going to learn from something like this if it can be implemented into the business that they're working with. And it's, sometimes it's a grassroots operation to where some of the folks, you know, at whatever level in the organization goes to the upper level and says, 
you know, I think to better help us run and have a better quality of life, you know, do better as a, as a uh, employee of the, of the company, I think we need to implement something like this to get a better understanding of what we're doing exactly. And so on the main stage, you're going to be doing a marquee presentation for us at the Mastermind Conference. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about the EOS model. We're going to talk about the implementation. I think that's going to be self-explanatory for, for what we're going to be doing is the point of what we're doing there is we're having somebody before you just blow everybody's mind with some outrageous stuff going on. His name is, um, uh, his name is uh, Mr. Han, and first name's leaving me right now, but he's going to be coming in and talking about really cool stuff that's going on in the, in the world as it relates to property management. And then Sue's coming in to give us the EOS guide and kind of like the what's going on with EOS, what is it, how does it work, how do you start, where do you implement? And then we go straight into our small groups. And there's a reason I did it like this is because everyone's going to be talking about Sue and EOS and what uh, Rob Hahn is talking about with his presentation. We're going to be talking about that directly because it's right on top of their mind. It's right on the tips of their tongues of exactly what they saw. They go into the small group mastermind format. We've got three plus hours after that in the afternoon to go through the mastermind formats in the small groups of 30, 40, 50 folks with facilitators in each room. And that's part of why we wanted to, to have this discussion because it's going to be broken down into the, here's the high level EOS stuff. Here it is. It's a, you know, the big level. It comes from the big book traction, wildly successful down to how you implement it into your business at the tactical level. Like, where do you start? How does it work? What does it cost? You know, all those things that, that everyone's going to be concerned with. And so I want to at least bring that up to the, the audience to let them know that's the point of this whole discussion you and I are having is one, again, I'm, you, know, you, you said it earlier in your show, I'm, I'm an evangelist for US. Well, you I are. am because, because we put it into use, we implemented it fully, and we're really seeing the end result of all the positive things that come out of it. And if your, your client that you sent, mentioned before says, I wish I had that year back that I didn't implement it. Well, I wish I had several years back that uh, I just can't get back that I, I wish I had this in the business at that point. I think we would have avoided a lot of mistakes and one tool that I love that we use all the time, you talk about implementing 20 tools in your business. Mm -hmm. And I love the GWC tool. And I know I may have mentioned it on the show before, but it's the, it's the get it, want it, capacity to do it. And here's why, because as we look at a role that we have in our business and we look at a potential staff member uh, and or interviewee, brand new potential hire, we ask the question with the leadership crew, the, the team involved, okay, let's GWC that person. Do they get it? Do they want it? And do they have the capacity to do it? And sometimes I, I even defer answering because I, don't, I mean, I know that person well enough to really have a legitimate answer. So I let the other people in the room GWC that person. And that creates a very helpful decision point. It just takes one or two nays on one of those points, and you have to ask the question, okay, well, maybe that person's not the right uh, person for that seat in the bus, right? That old analogy. Um, and so I love that tool. I just want to bring that out because those are things that an EOS implementer will, will train you on how to do that in your business, give you one of those tools that Sue talked about with 20 other tools that are along with it. So any tidbits of fun tools you want to touch on at this point? Oh, there's so many. And I think the danger with the keynote is it feels overwhelming. And what I'd ask you to go back to, Brad, because you're 
not only an evangelist, but you have the experience. For me, every client is its unique snowflake. That's how we talk about you guys, because every client, we're going to start with the basic set, which is the foundational tools. It's the VTO, which you've uh, referenced, which is the vision traction organizer. That's the plan, the single page that you get everyone on the page with where you're going and how you're going to get there. That's one of the keys. The second most pivotal one, I think, is the people analyzer, which uses GWC, which you referenced, along with the accountability chart, as well as your core values. And it really assesses whether people are a fit for your culture. And I know you don't love that word, but it's the cultural fit, the behavioral fit, as well as can they do the job well. And those two pieces in unison tell us not just can they do the job, but are they one of us for when you're hiring from the outside in or when things have changed with a business partner, an employee, whomever. The third big tool I would tell you is the scorecard. And you referenced this on the other podcast, and and I'd have you come in and talk about it as soon as I shut up. And that is, you know, data is agnostic. Data doesn't lie. And if you don't have a really key relationship with your numbers, the ones that tell you your business is healthy, you are missing out. And I would tell you transparently, 70 to 80% of my new clients do not have a scorecard. It's like flying a plane without instruments and still being successful at it. So it doesn't negate that your gut got you here, but we've got to have tools if you're ever going to let go as a business owner. Um, Fourth one, I would tell you, let's see, we've got rocks, which are those 90-day priorities. And the last one I would tell you that I think is critical is the level 10 meetings, your weekly 90-minute meetings for you and your leadership team to come together, talk about where there's friction, solve the issues, and get back to work so that you claw back some on the business time every single week. So that level 10 meeting, we actually published the agenda in a giant poster. It's on the, the meeting space that we have, and it's by minute. I mean, it's, well, you know, within a reason, but it's it's one big poster for everybody to follow. So if they ever like, well, what do we do now? They just look at the poster. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. And it goes very quickly. So a lot of times we just spend maybe 60 minutes on a level 10 meeting. Uh, you don't have to go 90 minutes. You don't have, there's no rule of thumb necessarily in a business to go X number of minutes, but you want to accomplish what's on the agenda. And that's a, a that's a big part of it. And to allow yourself, you know, a certain bit of a time to, uh, okay, gang, we have 30 minutes to figure this out. Let's go through it. And there's time allocated to go through those things. And I think that's really cool. And so for the conference goers at the Mastermind Conference, just know that Sue and her team, they're going to be available. They're going to be running around. They'll be able to have conversations with you off to the side. You can make a time with her to meet with her in person, one-on-one. She can talk to you more about the EOS implementation in your business uh, because that's one of the things we wanted to arrange for is because you know, as a vendor, let's say they are sort of a vendor, but she's an expert. And so you're going to you know, she's not just coming in, dropping a speech, and then taking a private plane home. I mean, she's going to be around the conference for everybody. Don't to I to, wish? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. She, she'll be around the conference for everybody to to rub elbows with and kind of ask some questions. So just just know that going into it. So I'm going to finish up with a couple of questions. I always like to try to get something like this in. Is the first one we're going to talk about is one of the best things that you Sue in your distinct business. What have you implemented in the last 12 months that have really made a change in what you do? And it could be anything. It doesn't have to be anything as far as property management, just anything that you've done in the last 12 months have made an impact. 
I would tell you upgrading the tech that I use. You and I pregame before we went live. We're talking about our respective mics, cameras, all of that, and the Learn Worlds environment where we are creating content that we've always taught in person and we're replicating it so that it's becoming interactive online so that people can self-guide and make it affordable to more people. That has been a game changer. For me, just the tech side, because you brought that up, is I have a 49-inch curved monitor in front of me. And so I put a picture, a selfie picture on on the interweb on the Facebook one time, and everyone was like, comment, oh my God, it's the coolest monitor ever. Well, 900 bucks off of Amazon gang. It's, you know, right. we're not talking, we're not talking nine grand here. It's just, it's an affordable thing, but it is so cool because you can have two, three, four things open at once, all right in front of you. You don't have to be super Game Boy nerd to, to like use this stuff. It's great for business. All I use is for email, you know, web and all that stuff. It's, it's fantastic. So that's my thing. Now, all right, next question. Yes, sir. Uh, give me the book that you've really had an impact on you in the last six months or so. Uh, just an audiobook, a, a you know, old school read it in person book, right? Uh, any book that you name that would be uh, impactful for the listeners. I'm going to give you two, if you'll allow me. One is um, Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid. Um, yeah. Possibly one of the best business books I've ever read that forces you to ask really hard questions every single chapter. Um, the second one would be James Victoire's book called Feck Perfection. And um, that book is just a wonderful mind blower to get you um, moving into bigger questions about your business and your life. Cool stuff. I'll have to look those up. So we even, uh, we've been researching and, and doing all kinds of cool stuff for a mastermind. Now, you have a book. And so I want you to talk about that just a little bit because that'll give us a preview of the conference. Well, it's back there. It's a little fuzzy, but Chasing Perfection, Shatter the Illusion, How to Minimize Self-Doubt and Maximize Success. It's chock full of actionable practices. And really what I did was an expose on my journey and all the mistakes I've made. I can't obviously share about my clients, but I can share what I've done wrong and use my clients as the heroes or heroines of the the story. And so there are practices, there are resources in there. There are stories I think most entrepreneurs will relate to in that pursuit of what I believed was going to be perfect when it's like, I got to let all that go and just let myself be perfectly imperfect. Yeah. So one of the reasons I always bring up the books is because, you know, maybe I haven't talked about some of my personal habits too much, but you know, I like to, we were talking about this in Sue's podcast. I like to work out every day and I do something, maybe just a walk, maybe a run. I mean, you know, I'm not like a hardcore marathon or anything like this, but when I'm doing those things, I listen to an audiobook and or podcast. When I'm driving the truck to the office and driving back from the office, I'm listening to an audiobook and or podcast. So that's where I'm taking in the content. I tell people this all the time. Uh, I swore off uh, local news. I swore off federal national news. I don't listen to talk radio. Uh, I try not to, but sometimes, you know, I think absorbing those in audio form during your your daily commute, whether you're on your feet running or in your vehicle going somewhere, I think that's that's a wise practice. I always like to ask about what books you are reading, uh, at least to try and draw some new ones, because I can go through a book a week. I mean, it can go right. pretty quick right. you know, on the audio side. It goes really quick. 
And that's that's a brilliant habit and a great way to multitask. Um, when I was working elsewhere, not in property management, for, for a brief while I was in recruiting. And um, as I was doing so, I would listen to a book on the way in and it was more spiritual, personal growth oriented, that kind of thing. And on the drive home, I'd listen to a business book. And I just, I kept both going. And to your point, I cranked through so many books. I learned so many things. I might've had to re-listen as well, but it kept my mind growing. And I swore off TV overall. I don't watch television, period. Um, and I haven't watched TV since I was 17 years old. And it's amazing. You can stay up to date on everything without a television. I watch I sports. It, That's it. it. It is amazing. Uh, I love the stuff about the audio books too. I mean, I could go on and on about that. So Sue, we are very excited to have you at the Mastermind Conference coming up here in May uh, 2021. Visit pmmcon.com to learn and register. Get your free swag when you sign up. So you're going to be speaking Thursday morning, May 20th, 2021 at the Gaylord Resort in Grapevine, which is Dallas. Okay, everybody, it's Dallas. They always say it's Grapevine and I, I like, I shut them down. I'm like, no, it's Dallas. You can say it's, you know, it's Grapevine. Okay, but it's still Dallas. Anyway, six minutes from the DFW airport, fantastic to get into it. So to kind of come to a conclusion, finally, I've had a lot of caffeine today. Sue, <laughs> and fantastic to have you on the episode. I look forward to meeting you in person in Dallas at the conference. And uh, we'll look uh, real quick, so you can drop this hint. How does somebody find you to make sure that we can get in touch with you? Go ahead from there. Quickest way to get us is through our website. It's say yes, S-A-Y-Y-E-S-S is in Sam.com. You can find us there. And we are stoked to partner with you. Thank you so much for including us. Thanks, Sue. We'll see you at the conference. This show is sponsored by the best home inspection software on the market for property managers. We endorse and use Z-Inspector as our software of choice for our team to document home inspections. We particularly like their 360 degrees camera system that produces amazing views of the interior room. Your clients will love Z-Inspector documented inspections you provide them. Visit www.zinspector.com to learn more. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.